Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my entire party tonight, which is friggin' awesome. I'm really stoked. Uh, we are covering the Wind Crystal tonight, and to have everyone present for it is a total uh, blast. We have our fighter. Hey, everybody. This is Jeff Blinger. Our warlock. Hi, everyone. This is Jesse playing Valandis. Our artificer. Hey, y'all. It's Dylan playing Boomer. Our bard. Hi, this is Austin playing L. And our rogue. This is uh, Devin playing Frog. All right. So, when we last left off, the party had just finished getting their ass whipped, uh, to put it nicely, by uh, Aktor, or Aktor, the, uh, one of the grandmasters of the Way of the Clawed Fist. And... Uh, well, let's just get back to it, shall we? Mm -hmm. So, you guys have, uh, I believe, been offered to stay the night, and then after you tend to the the ritual that you're to perform tomorrow, uh, you are invited to stay and enjoy a revelry feast. What mm -hmm. did you all want to do with your day before... Uh, you guys, I believe, also had actually gone about and claimed the uh, Triton scales. Yay. So were you all going to uh, go about this ritual? I suppose when are you going to go about that ritual, and what are you going to do before it? Um, Garen's down for anything, which he would state to the party. You say, you know, you boys want to uh, handle this now and just get this squared away? Uh, uh, I'd like to uh, how do I phrase this in character? Um, my, my magic has actually been a little bit drained by the previous combat. I'd appreciate a bit of a rest. I guess uh, fixing your clothes really takes it out of you. But I, too, am a little gassed from uh, getting my proverbial shit pushed in. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> Garen would uh, kind of delicately touch his jaw and kind of just say, all right, I can uh, sympathize with that. Maybe we should take it easy for a little bit and lick our wounds. Cool. So uh, we're going to rest up before we do this thing, boys? All right, sure. so bear yeah. in mind, this this happened at the start of the day, so just one long rest later, and it's only the evening. Oh, shoot. Uh, cool. So you could do this tonight, or you could wait till the morning. Uh, I'm I'm partial for waiting till tomorrow. Yeah, yeah might let's as well do it in the morning. get our feast on. Well, the feast yeah. would be the night, the next night. Let's get our adequate dinner on. <laughs> Let's get our field rations on. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to have to eat your own field rations if you're staying at the monastery. I was getting very partial to bark berries and dried meat. We got plenty of food just eating rations like a fucking doomsday prepper. <laughs> <laughs> if it don't come out of an MRE, I ain't interested. Uh, Boomer's going to start working on the cart. 
Uh, we got the the scales on it last time, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The Ramora's uh, Chetan plates yeah. are all fastened to the exterior of the cart. What are you working on now? Um, <clears throat> as he heads towards the cart, Garen would actually say, "I'm not very handy, but I can help you lift things if you need it." Uh, yeah, come 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 on down. We'll, we'll figure something out. Uh, I got a couple ideas of adding some extra features to her. So, uh, yeah, you, you can come on down. Help me with some stuff. All right. What kind of extra features, Bono say? Uh, well, uh, I want to kind of make it bigger. Bigger's good. And I want to be able to see if we can maybe make it uh, float so we don't have to buy a boat. Um, maybe headlights. I don't know. That'd be cool. Headlights? Yeah, uh, it's this thing that I, I had a, a face lights. I don't know. It's basically where I take this rock and I infuse it with magic, and then I wrap a mirror halfway around it. And then whenever a person who is magically inclined is around it, they just focus on them. It brightens up the rock, and the mirrors push out a, a light bead in front of the cart to illuminate the path ahead. Oh, how oh, very clever. Yeah. Very all it would take is a little bit of a, you know, tanking around, I think. From my memory, I started working on it. This wagon's about the size of a Conestoga wagon, right? The old pioneer days? Uh, <clears throat> let's say a smidge larger than that, but yeah, about that size. All right. Um, Garen would say, I appreciate the thought of not having to rent a boat, but wouldn't this basically be crossing the ocean in a dinghy? Mm, not if I made it bigger first. How much you're right. bigger? I don't know yet. We'll figure that out along the way. We ain't got we ain't got to go across the ocean just yet. I don't know. How much bigger you want her? How much money do we have? Wait, never mind. We've got a backer. Isn't that right, L? And I'll shoot him the finger guns. And I'm sorry, what? Think about it. Your own room. I mean, you know, you don't have to sleep with the rest of us. Do dwarvish tanks exist in this universe? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and first off, they're not dwarvish tanks; they're gnomish tanks. Oh, I apologize. Uh, Picture sure one hey, the same, guys. As a, as a, on as a, a car. A... Um, can I ask a quick mechanics question about Jesse's warlock skills? Go for it. Specifically, your personal weapon thing. Does that right. just let you summon a weapon, or does it let you take the attributes of a weapon? Um, I can meditate over a specific weapon and make it my packed weapon, and then that is the only one I can summon. Like right now, I have my fire short sword. I'm, I'm actually gonna as say my weapon. I'm actually gonna say you're gonna have to put that into uh, in character if you're actually oh. trying to learn something. Oh, oh okay. yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, that's fine too. Um, <clears throat> um, Garen would turn and look towards uh, Valen and. Having noticed him do a ritual or two before, just say, uh, that thing you do over your weapons, how does that work? Well, um, I meditate over a weapon that I would like to be able to poof out of midair, as you've seen me done do before. Um, and I uh, commune with the power that bees over me. Um, and they take control of it, and then when I beckon it, it comes to my aid. Just as it was before with um, 
with everything that's along with it. Like, my fiery short sword, and I'll summon the, sh the short sword to my hand. Okay. Um, and then s swipe it once, leaving the trail of fire, and say, see? I still got the fire, and then I'll unsummon it quick. Right. That sounds handy, he'd say. Kind of just looking like he'd been curious about it for a while. Yep. I, uh, I, I genuinely enjoy it. It's also a lot of fun, uh, freaking out our, uh, gnomish friend. Yeah, a lot of fun. It's real fun, bud. I, I really appreciate it. Make sure to make his room the smallest on the call. <laughs> You'd let out a chuckle and, uh, give people a wave as he starts walking towards the wagon. Uh, Valen will follow along, interested to see, um, what kind of bonuses we can add to the wagon. <clears throat> as they're walking, he would, um, turn to them and say, you know, I was, uh, I did, I did do a little bit of blacksmithing before I, uh, became a mercenary. Who? Savage. Right, that, that, that could come in handy. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, we'll figure out something for it, bud. He had uh, a little bit of a laugh. Boomer's just, um, just kind of, like, lost in his thoughts, like, trying to just calculate. Yeah, Aaron would let out a little laugh, knowing that, um, he would be nowhere near the caliber of an artificer who can fix chainmail with his fingertips. Mm. And, uh, kind of get quiet again. <laughs> By the way, can that headlight idea totally work? Um, so your idea is you want to essentially create pseudo-light bulbs out of infusing magic, the, the, the spell light into two objects? Yeah. So in front of like mirrors that are like encasing it around so the I mean, yeah, you could use another reflective substance other than mirrors, but yeah, you could also I suppose use mirrors. Um I need to look into how that would cost you. Yeah. So on the all, I'm okay with it. But uh we'd have to look into it. Super cool. Good. And making the cart bigger, I'm sure, would just be I mean, broadening out the axles. And... Yeah, it would just be materials. That wouldn't be yeah. overly complicated. Cool. Well, that's what I basically want to work on. If there's anybody in the mon the, the monastery that has like spare wood and or metals that I could purchase from them, I wouldn't know. Uh, that's that's not something available up here. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. But I'll draw out the plans and figure it out. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do with my time. Anybody else? Nope. Sorry, we just have a day? Well, you guys have taken a long rest from, like, late morning yeah. to evening, and then there is this night before you guys want to go and do the ritual in the morning. That's right. So I guess I'll just take you guys to the morning then? Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, I don't have anything. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, yeah. I guess, it, okay, uh, quick question, are the uh, monks partiers, or are they, like, solemn, my body is a temple, no sin shall pass these lips types? Well, it seems that there's a, a, a column A, column B sort of thing there, mm -hmm. because there is clearly, like, a, a winery in on site. Because they, they, they have wine with their meals. 
So evidently alcohol is in in of itself not an issue. Right. But it's not like you turn the wrong corner in a hallway and there's an orgy or, you know, this isn't like a pleasure palace. It's a place of discipline. So there's no excess to be found. Nice. Okay. Uh, L would like to change that and try and get some monks drunk. Uh, okay. You want to give me like a, like a persuasion or a, or a, a role of some sort? Bluff? I actually don't know. It's actually, it's not bluff, it's deception. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what skills those are these days. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, persuasion is fine. Persuasion is literally what he's doing. Well, let me just so, say, is, is persuasion a, a skill? Yes, it's well, the new diplomacy. Yeah, then, I mean, persuasion would certainly be what you're doing. Okay. I rolled an 18 and got a 23. And what exactly is your objective here? Just get some religious dudes drunk. He's not, like, trying to prey on anyone. It's just he, he enjoys uh, getting people drunk. You're, and you're trying to they seem like rounds. a challenge. It, that's kind of been my takeaway, is that you're trying to just, you know... Rabble rouse, get a little thing going. Yeah. Um, well, the, the, the spirits are high. And, um, you know, you guys put on quite the show for the disciples earlier in the day. And certainly as the day has gone by, a couple of the Furbolg initiates have approached several of you at one point or another with a, you know, loose compliment or, you know, appreciation to your form or your skill and... I've never seen anything like that, pointing to the, you know, the thunder cannon or, you know, how does that sword thing work, pointing to Valandess or, you know, uh, you know, I've never seen someone knock an arrow so quick, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, you know, you, you sort of find that there's a couple of people that are interested in, uh, in a little of indulgence. Specifically, you find the winery in question, um and find the uh, that they use a mixture of several different types of berries that naturally grow on the mountain to create their wine. Uh. Which is kind of why it has its relatively unique uh, flavor to it. Mm. But, um... So you find them, and, you know, they, they seem the most willing, and you sort of assess that, and, and sort of suggest that they would that you would love to drink a round or two with some of them and they're all about it. So the couple of the people in the winery that you sort of isolate in the winery go, okay, well let's go get this guy and that's this person and that person. And, you know, collectively uh, it's, it's into, it's quite into the evening when you find yourself performing a song or a poem for a small crew of maybe 12 or so of these disciples uh, who, are certainly quite smitten with your performance. Good. Excellent. Yes. Perfect. You you feel sufficiently adulated at the end of mm-hmm. it all. He 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 lives for their attention. Thrives upon it. Well, considering that they haven't had a a, a minstrel perform in their halls 
that was not one of their own in probably quite some time. Uh, they're more than willing to and let you indulge yourself. And the night I mean, is a pleasant one for that. Uh, later in the evening, there is a, uh, a, a bang on the door of the winery, and one of the disciples uh-huh. goes over and opens the door. You're mid-performance. And uh, after he opens the door, he almost instinctively wild shapes into a mouse. <laughs> and in walks Bagur. That's the, uh, the buff bird lady. No, no, no. That's that's Actor. How, how are you not getting these names straight? <laughs> uh, okay. Bagur Telekinetic is, bug man? <laughs> no. Bug woman. Uh, woman. Ba- Bagor is the lizard folk guy. Okay, was he the um, was he the body of balance, master of balance? Yeah, the grandmaster of the balance. Okay, gotcha. Um, L, who wouldn't have been confused about that person at all, right. even in a inebriated state, uh, is extremely pleased to see him, despite the reaction from I assume the rest of the room. Yeah, I mean, Bagor, ha- come in. Yeah, Bagor sort of snickers and has a grin the only way that a lizard folk can really properly have one. Uh, and steps into the room, and almost all but one of the initiates have uh, sort of recognized that they've been caught with their hands in the cookie jar, as it were. And they're all seeming seeming rather uh, meek to his presence, except for one who has just uh, probably had one more goblet of wine by comparison and is uh, equally happy as you are to see him. Uh, to which he stands up and, and similarly uh, greets the Grand Master, to which the Grand Master places a single clawed finger on the initiate's forehead and... Uh, the initiate freezes in place. Hold person? Damn. Uh, and then, you know, gently n- nudges him to fall over, to which, uh, almost as if an impromptu trust fall, three other initiates jump up and catch him before he hits the ground. Uh, Bagur turns back to you and sort of claps his palms together a couple of times and and says, I've been listening to your performance for a little while now. You certainly have a way with your music. But, unfortunately, I must tell you, what you've done with some of the people here is, to put it gently, indulgent. And I can't have that on my watch, you see. So I hope Uh, that... Yeah. Go ahead. No, you first. So he sort of, like, bowingly turns to the initiates in the room, addressing them, and goes... So I'm sure that they will find themselves back in their rooms and would love to clean the Great Hall tomorrow before the sun rises. To which all of them get the fucking hit and leave. Uh, and he turns back to you and sa- and sort of at this point he's been sort of casually strolling closer to you throughout this little progression. Uh, and at this point he's basically standing right in front of you and says... I have my appreciations for you and your friends, but don't tread on me. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Um. 
Is that all you uh, have to say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> El, El just gives him a smile and a wink and drinks from his goblet. And uh, to which he sort of takes a step back and like very clearly puts both of his hands in a a gesture of incantation. Um, make a wisdom saving throw. No. You better get sober. About to get held. And then he's going to sing Sober by Tool to you. <laughs> Rip. Wisdom Not... saving throw, you say? Yes. I get plus three that. It's a 13. All right. His words seem to ring with a little bit of extra power than they normally would. Uh-huh. When he says, I think that would be the last of your drinks for the night. I'll tidy up in the wake as you make yourself to bed. And you are you're you're overwhelmed with the concept that maybe it is time to pack the instrument up for the night. It's going to be a long day tomorrow. You should rest up. L bows out with the fist and gun salute. He does it in response. My favorite ever. I love it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anyone else doing anything with their night other than? Watching Boomer create machinations. Garrett's handing him tools. Bellin right. will quickly get bored of watching Boomer and um, get both of his short swords out, one in each hand, and start getting used to moving with a sword in each hand instead of just his rapier. Okay. That's about it. All right, well, the night goes on, and you all find yourselves in your... Uh, in your own beds in the room that you all have at some point or another. And uh, it's the next day. Everyone is rested except for um, except for L, who is sta- suffering one stage of exhaustion. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, what do you all do with your day? Uh, start getting ready to do this whole crystal thing. Yep. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll have to get a, hunt down uh, Doban. Get a plan together. Right. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, I remember what I wanted to do. Um, is it, can I get up like two hours before everybody? Uh, sure. And I want to give, uh, concentrate on just like a couple of pebbles that, that I have. And I want to use the. Hold on, let me pull it up. I should have. It's the infuse magic ability. Yeah, yeah, the the magic ability, and uh, I want to put cure wounds into them. Okay. And I want to give one to uh, one to uh, Geharan, and the other to um, Valandes, since they'll be probably up inside the fray the most. I'll just look at I'm like, hey, here, here, boys, uh, this is something I've been working on. Take these. Uh, they have uh, cure wounds in it, it, It'll heal you. Um, just use them as, I don't know if it's a bonus action or action. It's an action to use a magic but, item. Yeah, you can use them as an action to, uh, you know, heal yourselves up to not die in case you're down and out. Now, you got to use them within eight hours or they'll lose their whole magic touch. But, uh... I believe in you. 
Did you put it in a vial or? What no, no, no. It? So, so I can, uh, with my artificer thing, I can just Bob. take like random objects and focus on them. Mm-hmm. Fell into that random object. And so, what yeah. items have you selected? I think was kind of the real question. Oh, just they're two rocks, okay. like just two pebbles, like just something that I can pick up, focus on, and give them to. Them. Yep. Man, make like silver dust or something. That way, we can inhale it. Oh yeah, I die. I live again. Yeah, can I make can I make some sort of air sock? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Whip it to cure wounds. <laughs> We're gonna huff paint to heal. I was yeah, gonna say at this it's point it's just wounds. a first aid spray from fucking Resident Evil. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> Green herb, take red herb, smash it together, and somehow you get a fucking aerosolized can. The uh, silver shit from Mad Max. Right. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. We live again. <laughs> now I kind of see like Chris Redfield like doing that in like a zombie infested Raccoon City. <laughs> it's like he's got a zombie bite on his arm, but he's like, <laughs> my body, is, yeah. my skin is crawling. Accidental tussing. Tussing. Uh, Valen will hold the, the pebble between his thumb and forefinger, kind of hold it up, and just eyeball it, and go, "You got an entire spell into a pebble." Yeah. Well, that's fun. He tosses it up in the air, catches it, and throws it in his pocket. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, just don't blow it, bud. See you out there. Well, here's hoping we won't need him. <laughs> Karen would likewise tuck the pebble into a pouch at his side and express his thanks. And I appreciate this a lot. It might come in handy very soon. No problem, bud. And he'll shoot both of them finger guns and then go get set up for this thing. Okay. So, is any other morning rituals before you guys go and meet with the Grandmasters? Uh, have we uh, agreed on group calisthenics in the morning yet? No. If Can you we? try and start that shit, L does not participate. There's a sign-up sheet on the cart. <laughs> I, am, I was wondering who was hanging shit on my cart. Quit it. Your cart. You guys know stretching's important, right? <laughs> Listen. Okay. Yeah. Karen's outside next to the cart. Itch me, Right. Sanchi. Listen, you can't be plastering stuff on the uh, the prototype boomer tank yet. Damn. The fucking the end of this campaign is just like the end of battle royale. It's just Karen standing in front of an empty fucking yard, doing more calisthenics. <laughs> Look, guys, body weight routines are helpful no matter what your path through life is. Agreed. Agreed. I don't think anyone here is arguing with that. <laughs> All right, so All right. no morning rituals anyway. before you guys go to meet with the Grandmasters? Nope, just a bit of brekkie first. Sure. So uh, you all meet with the Grandmasters and have breakfast with them. You are served uh, goat goat yogurt and oats and yeah. fruit. No scrambly eggs? Uh, where the fuck are they going to get chickens up in the mountains? Uh, there's a bird master. An egg? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. No, 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 no. No, then we'd just be eating her dead children. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's too hardcore. Oh, I see. It, it It's different when the bird can beat the crap out of you. Then we can't have the eggs. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Listen, listen. If Colonel Sanders was getting the shit knocked out of him by birds every day, he wouldn't be frying shit up all the time. That's my great granddaddy. He wouldn't be like, oh, finger licking good. The only finger licking he'd be getting is from like a fist from a bird lady. <laughs> 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 
anyway, I just teach them to gain their strength. <laughs> so, so after, so after after breakfast, Doban uh, looks to you and says, "I assume that you still have the pouch of supplies I gave you." Yes. And the Triton scales. Elf got those. Then, yes. shall we not waste another day or moment of sunlight and get you to your task? I'm in. Yes. Let's do it. All right. The four grandmasters lead you up stairs uh, that you didn't know existed. And to what is allegedly like an observation roof of the of the main hall. And there... In what is this? What you so you walk into a, a large stone room, and on the other side of this 100 foot by 100 foot square room, there is unequivoc, undeniably, the crystal of air. Ah, mm. It's you guys are in a in a confined room, but it draws it puts an amount of light into the room as if you were outside. Hmm. And when you opened the doors into this great room, you were hit with a wind as if you had just walked outside the monastery's walls. It doesn't knock you down, it doesn't push you, and you don't have to struggle to walk by it. But it whips your hair around if you have it. Right. And, and flutters your clothes. Mm-hmm. And hmm. uh, the... Grandmasters look to you and say, or, well, one of them says to you, we will leave you to your, to your task. Should the crystal become unstable, we will seal the room. And therefore, to do so, we must stay outside. Is there any way you can tell the crystal we're not a threat? Baron says, remembering one of the Grandmasters used to have tea with it. That same <laughs> Grandmaster, McLow, the Thrykeen woman, uh, you hear her voice in your ear, in your minds, and it says, "Only what I have taught you will help you succeed in that. No promises can be given, for it is a being of unbridled natural fury." All right, cool. Unbridled fury. I can deal with that. Hmm. Anyway, so, uh, so you guys are in a in a square room, and you're coming in from this direction right yeah mm-hmm. the crystal the is down here in the bottom and uh, the instructions on the papyrus for your ritual rites are clear that you must form a semicircle around the crystal and there's incantations uh, to be read and spreading of uh, mountain salts the sundering of a goat hoof uh, wringing out the 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 skin oil and sweat of one of a of a of Triton scales, and then uh, you know uttering the incantations after that pile of of uh, ingredients is on the ground shall you know prov- provide the magic required to seal the to protect the crystal. Hmm. All right, everyone. Let's uh, let's do this. Valen will cast Mage Armor. Okay. Oh, just as a quick side note before we get started, um, 
when you infuse your magic into those pebbles with the cure light, that does use up your yeah. spell slots, right? Yep. Okay. So just so I know for counting counting wise, you don't have any first level spell slots left, do you? I've got one left. One? Okay. I got one. Yep. Alright. So you all perform the ritual? Yep. Is that yeah, right? let's perform the yes. ritual. Yep. Okay. Everyone make a uh, a stat roll based off of your favorite stat. Sorry, favorite stat? Yeah, pick a fucking stat okay. and roll a d20 and oh, add your I, modifier I didn't to it. I hear if you said favorite or favored. I said favored, but... And, uh... Boomer, what do you get? Uh, 23. And what stat was that? Intelligence. Al? Oh, that, sorry. I heard you say Al. Um, I got a 12. 13. 13. With charisma? Yeah. Uh, Valandes. Uh, 18. Dexterity. Farong? 6. With what stat? Dexterity. And Geharan? Uh, 24 with strength. Alright. The ritual, uh, seems to be a little more intensive than the first one. You almost feel that the incantations are sapping something away from you, but all of you are able to overcome it uh, and and are unaffected by that sort of nature of the spell. Um, with specific notes to Farung, who sort of feels his natural al- uh, alacrity sort of begin to seep from him. Uh, but he holds firm and is not affected. So, at the ending of the ritual, the wind and the light from the crystal erupt in a wave. Everyone make a strength check. Man, I really should have cast... That's a nat 20! Two nat 20s, boy! Boys. Um, Thatch, don't you don't don't you have a disadvantage? Why? From your one stage of exhaustion. <laughs> I didn't know what that did. <laughs> You're not gonna believe this, but I just rolled another twenty. <laughs> I mean, I know that's completely unbelievable, but I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what my options are, you know. So that's fine. Um, okay, did anyone get... I hate this internet thing for this reason. I know, I feel you. Did anyone get under 12? I got a natural yep. Uh Okay, so just... I got six. Artificer and Rogue? I got 13. Okay. So the Artificer and the Rogue are both yep. uh, thrown back by the wind and the light uh, 10 feet and knocked prone, but you're you're able to stand back up. Um, everyone else just sort of gets shifted back five feet from the winds and out from the crystal floats just a few feet above the ground. Um, how to put it, uh, imagine, you know, hold on. I, I have a picture for this. 
All right, so imagine that. You guys got it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. meaning. Well, imagine it's legs. No, it's it's not. So fucking hold your horses. Um as a point of reference to the listeners, I'm looking at page 144 on the monster manual. Uh and then of course take that and then add this additional description. Uh like that, except uh quite opulent, uh corpulent even. Um asleep while sitting up with its legs crossed with a scimitar made of wind resting on its lap. And yet behind it is entirely a glow, almost like a like a sort of halo of light behind it, uh, of which you can see a small bouncing moat of light with a sleeping face. The scimitar rises from its lap, and you notice a chain of uh, light bind it to the... Uh, hands and wrist of the sleeping being and the scimitar slashes forward roll initiative oh. <laughs> so Dracon, tell me what the first level of exhaustion does uh sure one sec Ooh. Ooh. just disadvantage on ability checks okay and that's ability checks, not saving throws. Okay. So, what's a nat one on initiative do? Um, it means, yeah. yeah. Remember, there's no such things as crit fails in this campaign, so it's just okay. if you roll a one, then you rolled a one. Okay. I don't think that anyone's going to pass a check if they roll a one. I don't feel the need to additionally punish you. Sure. You're good. I just want to make it clear. Does anyone know what a scimitar's damage die is? I can't find out. 1D, great. Is it the same as a longsword? I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's just 1D8, but... Unless it's a versatile? I'm not actually positive. Checking... Almost there. Come on. Here we go. Uh, 1d6 slashing. Okay, cool. It's a finesse weapon and it's light. Right, which means you can dual wield them without penalty. Yep. Uh, alright. Um, so, uh, Valandes, what's your initiative? Uh, 23. Farang. Farang, what's your initiative? He's muted. 16. Geheron. Uh, that's a three. L. 11. And Boomer. Uh, 15. Alright, Valandes, you're on the top of the initiative. You're, immediately you must use your reaction as you feel the wind wrap around you and hold you still. 
Make a deck save. Ooh. All right. That's a net 20. All right. You feel the wind grab you, and yet you're able to sort of twist yourself out of its grasp. It steals your reaction action and nothing else. All right. Okay. Um, So where's the uh, scimitar? Is it just the scimitar that's coming out to attack us? At this time. I mean, okay. it's it's like not even really left the being's square as it, but you clearly see that it's about to fly forward, and you guys prepared for fighting. Got it. Okay. Um, Valen is going to he's going to summon his pack weapon to his hand, and then cast mirror image on himself. Okay. Care to refresh me on that one, or shall I look it up? Nope, I got the card. All right. Um, Three illusory duplicates of yourself appear in your space until the spell ends. The duplicates move with you and mimic your actions, shifting position so it's impossible to track the image, which image is real. Um, each time a target, a creature targets you with an attack during the spell's duration, roll a d20 to determine whether the attack hits me or one of the duplicates. Um, if I have three duplicates, uh, you must roll a six or higher uh, to change the attack target to the duplicate. So anything under a six is me. Everything over is a duplicate. Two oh. duplicates, eight or higher, and then one duplicate, eleven or higher. And this is on a D twenty? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, all the duplicates AC is ten plus my dex, which is fourteen. Um if an attack hits it, it pops. Sure. Alright, so you cast mirror image, is that your entire action? Um I don't think I have anything else. And I am going to hex the scimitar. Okay. Um, and that's my turn. You you try to hex the scimitar, but you re- you recognize that your hex is actually on the being itself. Oh, okay. All right. It is uh, twenty initiatives turn. And let's see who's going to get hit with a color spray. Oh, oh no. What's a color spray, dude? You're going to find out. Oh, <laughs> boy. Uh, it causes all things to rip. Oh, like, we got this, guys. Like fabric ripping or rest in piecing? Rest in uh, Rest in pepperoni. Okay. But we got this. We're fine. I don't, I don't we're know how like it works the best, in this We're game. the greatest adventurers ever. We're the five best friends that anyone could have. Valandez, um, what's your max? How many hit points do you have right now? 28. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's not a good question. You are blinded. Awesome. And uh, everyone else just sees you get sort of attacked by a, a, a ray of lights. And out from the sort of majesty that is the uh, light of behind the being, a moat or a will-o'-wisp flies off and begins to hover its way towards Boomer. Uh 
Is color spray an attack? It's a spell. Hmm. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out how it will work with mirror image. If it works with mirror image. Well, it, it's a cone, so... Oh, okay, never mind. Yep. I'm blind. It's just for one uh, round. Don't worry about it. I'm still gonna yell. God damn it, I'm blinded. <laughs> My eyes, boys. My eyes. Can't see. They got my seeing ears. My seeing ears. My past. <laughs> Boomer, you were right. This sucks. Oh, yeah. Wait until you're... Being blinded is terrible. Then you just gotta shoot yeah, randomly yeah. at things. Yeah, yeah shoot and then blasts at everything that moves. And by that, if you hear a noise, fire yeah. at it. All right, a will-o'-wisp, like I said, sort of pulls itself away from the light of this being and sort of gently floats over to next to Boomer and then shocks the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, Jesus, for how much? Well, I got to see if it hits wait, you wait. first. I got to see if it hits oh, you first. How many hit points do you have? <laughs> Not a lot. Does 78 kill you? Uh, it, it, it missed you. Oh, cool. Are you supposed sure? to be like, how do you like it? Uh, yeah, I rolled a two. Does it does a seven hit you? No. Okay then. I don't have very high. Well, it's sixteen. I guess that's not high. All right. So, uh, it is now actually the beings initiative. Oh Jesus! And then the this it's it's going to make one, a melee attack with the scimitar on chain, one at. Uh, uh, I guess just one at Gaharan. Alright. That attack is also going to miss. Alright. It's uh it's your it's uh it's it's Farung's initiative. Um I'm gonna fire at the the being who just shot a fucking rainbow out of its face. Yeah, good call. <laughs> um Christ. Does a uh does a seven I'm afraid sorry, not. Nine hit him. No. Oh wow, shocker. Um I guess that's my turn. Okay, uh next up is Boomer. Uh how close is this will wisp thing? It's right next to you within five feet. Oh yeah, I'm gonna shoot it in Okay. Uh, this would just be a regular shot. All right. Thirteen hit it. A what? Thirteen? No. One three? No. Yep. All right. Well then, I miss, and then I'm going to uh, reload it with one of the thundermongers. Okay. Ooh. Uh, wait, if I move, he's gonna, he's gonna hit me. Attack of opportunity, right? I mean, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get out of dodge. Okay. Does a 15 hit you? It does not. Then no, it's not gonna hit you when you leave its threat range. 
Cool. Uh, and then I'm just going to move my full 25. Can I get, like, I don't want to so much be in a corner, but enough away. Uh, oh, like I said, equal distance a... away from the wisp and the crew. Sure, you can do that, yeah. Yeah. Cool. That'll be my turn. Alright, uh, L, you're up. I'm really sorry, my girlfriend just brought me cookies. Hold on. <laughs> I don't think you have anything to apologize for. <laughs> I like cookies. How dare you? Yeah, same. <laughs> okay, I'm not crunching in my mic anymore. Um... Let's see, I don't like how this battle's going, but I'm just gonna go ahead and try a fairy fire on the elemental. Okay, and that's a save, right? That is a save. He just needs to pass a DC 13. I'm afraid he's going to pass. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Alright. Uh, Geheron. Um... How close is that wisp to him? Just a few feet away? To who? To me. The wisp is yeah. not that close to you. It was close to uh, Boomer. Alright. Um, in that case, I guess Garen's just going to go in deep and just kind of charge at the sleeping figure. What's the worst that could happen? Then uh, stabbing a Majin Blue. Alright. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, make an attack roll. I do not suppose that a 16 hits, does it? I'm afraid it does. Okay, cool. Um, I, ah, can I declare a superiority die with that? Yeah, now is the time. All right. Um, okay, that is going to be a goading attack. <laughs> All right. So, let's see. Expend the die. So, if it hits, I roll this 1d8. Right, that is what my spirit yard did. Sorry, I'm disorganized. I'm, I'm still getting used to using these. Yep. What is the wisdom saving throw that he has to make? Well, the DC is probably 8 plus your proficiency plus your something. Superiority die is one. I'm sorry. It definitely failed the DC, though. Okay, I was going to say, it just says make a wisdom saving throw. It doesn't say... Right, but if you what? go to the beginning of the maneuvers, it'll tell you what your DC is. And you should definitely write that DC down, because it's not going to change much. Yeah, 8 plus my prof plus my strength. Okay, so 13. Yeah, it failed that. Okay, cool. So um, if, it if, it, if it attacks anyone but you, it does so with disadvantage. Correct. All right. All right, and then a d10 for damage. And then um, does this count as living? Uh, no. Okay. And then can I use a bonus to roll a d4 for Polar Master? Uh, sure, yeah. 
I mean, you make a secondary attack, but you want to even tell me what your damage is? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, seven between the superiority die and the halberd. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Ten. Okay. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and you can make a bonus action attack with your polearm butt. Okay, and that's just the d4, right? Well, you have to roll to hit. Oh. Does a 14 hit? It does not. Okay. Then he whiffs the uh, back end. Okay. Alright. At zero initiative, a pair of pillars are going to erupt into being at separate locations in the room. One of these pillars is made out of a visible updraft up of wind. And the other one is going to be a beam of light. The beam of light is close to Boomer and Farung's location. And the pillar of, of wind is going to be near L. Oh, boo. But neither, no, no one's in the pillars. They just That's where they sort of created themselves. And uh, back to top of the initiative. Uh, Valandes, you're up. And uh, actually, right. excuse me just uh, a moment. Where am I at in uh, relation to uh, the monster and the two pillars? Um, you could reach the pillar of wind, uh, but the pillar of... Well, what's your move speed? I am at 30. Then you could you could reach either pillar of light or be within five feet of the creature. Okay. All right. Hmm. Um, Valen is going to rush up next to Geharan um, and attack the being head on. And um, he is going to slash at it with his fire sword. Okay. Um, what's the reach on your weapon? Uh, that's a good question. I have to. Because I know, I know Geharan is attacking at 10 foot reach. Right. I do not imagine mine's that close. I mean, do you swing it the weapon yourself, or do you, like, project it? Well, no, I'm just, I'm just going to swing it myself. I don't know how I would project it. Like, I, throwing it? I don't, I don't know how that works, exactly. I don't know if you could, like, project the weapon with your packed ability. But if you have to actually physically swing it yourself, then you have to get within five feet of this, in which case there's a special reaction that you have to go through. Okay, well, um, I'm going to do that anyway. All right, well, pretend the, I didn't the, know that. <laughs> the, yeah, the whirling winds around this creature make standing right next to it rather uh, precarious. So go ahead and make a constitution save, or a strength save, rather. 16. You pass and are able to withstand the forces of the wind and take one force damage. And I'm not going to be a total dick and deal that one damage to all of your images, just just to you. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to swing with that short sword, fire short sword. That is a 19 to hit. That'll hit. Roll damage. All right, so let's see. We got 1d6 for slashing. 1d6 for hex. And 1d4 for fire. Alright, that's going to be uh, 9. 1 slashing, 
four necrotic and four fire. Okay. Um, does that necrotic go for everyone that hits this thing, or just you? It is just for me. Okay. Um, I believe. All right. <coughs> yeah, that... it's just whenever you hit it, so it's just me. All right. So is that your initiative then? Um, and then I am going to. No, yeah, I'm going to stay stay right where I'm at. All right. Uh, it is the beings initiative. Oh, actually, it's twenty initiative first. Um, it is going to cast daylight on itself. Uh, and fill the area with daylight, and everyone who isn't a drow make a uh, charisma save. I'm a drow. I mean, you're not particularly happy about your current situation either. I got an 8. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure it's going to be bad for me, too. (laughs) 16 Uh, for Garen. 5 for Boomer. And for L? 18. All right, everyone except for uh, the Rogue and the Bard are taking the... are are feeling the effects of the daylight as if they were drow. Would our token drow like to go through those effects for the rest of the party? Sure. All right. Um, So, sunlight sensitivity, basically. Um, You get disadvantage on attack rolls and on wisdom perception checks that rely on your sight. Um... To the target to target your attack. So pretty much anything that you have to see the target to hit it, that's disadvantage. All right. So everyone except for the bard and the rogue are suffering those effects. Arg. And then it's actually going to take its. Um, it is now the beings initiative. Oh, am I still blinded? Uh. You know what you were, but never mind. You're you you aren't any longer. Let's just. Uh, I, I'm sorry. It's fine. I've, I forgot. <laughs> I, I, I forgot. <laughs> I, I, right. This this fight will be trying enough. I don't need to uh, take away your nine damage and make you chance to lose it. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, it is going to attack. Um. Gaharan with its with its uh, air scimitar. All right. Does a eighteen hit you? An eighteen does hit me. You take nine damage. Oh goody! All right. Then another moat of light is going to break away from the uh, the the glowiness behind it. And another Will-O-Wisp is going to float along. Uh, And it's going to float up to the Bard and attempt to shock the Bard. That's very rude. Uh, I believe a 19 hits you. You're right. You take 5 lightning damage. Stand by what I said. The Wisp... The wisp that was already around is going to float and catch up with Boomer and sh- and try and shock him again. I believe it's going to hit you with a 22. Just barely. Smartass. 
<laughs> and you're going to take six lightning damage. And uh, that is the Beings Initiative over. It is now Boomer's Initiative. Cool. Um, so we're still Sunlight Disadvantage, Sunlight Sensitivity. Right. Uh, I'm going to try to shoot the Wisp. With your Light Aim Monger? Yeah. All right, go for it. That will hit it. Um, don't bother rolling damage. Okay. The the lightning energy ruptures the ball of light and causes it to detonate. Oh God! Okay, I'm just that's I'm good and bad. Uh, <laughs> just gonna say that you did just use a lightning spell on a thing that has. And casting lightning at us. Make that a effect. make a deck save. Yeah. Well. Twelve. Yeah. You fail, and yep. take five force damage, and are knocked five feet away, conveniently, uh, into the beam of light. Cool. Oh God. You suffer no immediate ill effects from being in the beam of light, although you notice the will-o'-wisp that is next to L and the being made a the the being controlling the air scimitar both sort of turn their attention towards you. Oh, great! Uh, as a bonus action, can I put the thundermonger in my mouth and <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead and do their job for them? Uh, for my movement, I'm going to move over to Boomer, and for my action, I will pull the trigger for him. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm going to reload uh, Thundermonger shot. Okay. I, I didn't know that this cast. was uh, Devin playing Cornelius. And what? I can't get up and move out of this beam. I mean, sure you could. Yeah, it's, I'm going to use half my uh, movement speed to stand up. Okay. And then um, move my way out of this this light. All right, you're you're able to just get out of the light, and when that happens, both of the things go that were looking at you because after you got went in the light, go back to looking at what they were looking at beforehand. Uh, okay. I feel like I should go back in the beam. Okay, right, that'll be my turn. All right. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. This is my fault for being stupid. Uh, I misread the initiative order because Boomer and Boss are right next to each other. <laughs> because it's it, Boss's. It, it was supposed to be Farunk. Yeah, it's it, it should be Farunk's turn, so why don't you go ahead and take your turn, Farunk. Sorry about that, man. I fire an arrow. I <laughs> miss. Where, what do you shoot? The being I shot before. Okay. Are you going to move at all? Um, does anybody look like they need help? More so than others. I mean, there's not really much I can do. Um, well, I mean, you could, you could reach both the pillar of light and the pillar of wind if you wanted. Um, get inside them pillars. I'm about to head back into the light one. All right, then, yeah, I'll move. 
I'll move into the wind one. Fuck it, why not? You'll right. um So you use like fifteen feet of your movement to get there. Your okay. move your move speed is replenished and you can fly as long as you're in the column of wind. What Great. Um, I was about to go back in that beam. I fly fifteen feet up in the air and end my turn. Um well do you not want to shoot anything? He shot and missed. I, uh, I doubt that a a nine Okay, well, I didn't know that you actually had taken that action. I thought you were just sort of spouting that out. Um, no. Because no. when you... <laughs> because when you... That would be so out of character. Right? Uh, <laughs> when you fly up in uh, up uh, 15 feet, you notice that there is a... Uh, almost like a sapphire or like a, like a, like a red opal uh, on the top of the head of the being that you guys are fighting. Um, I, I'll just be like, Hey, there's a gem on the top of his head. So maybe this is, I mean, I'm going to do a check real quick. Sure. See if I even, no, I don't even know. I'm going to just be like, Hmm, that's interesting. And I'll end my turn. All right. Um, I guess it's L's turn then. Okay. Um, gem on the top of its head, eh? Uh, uh, hmm. <laughs> Fascinating. Does it seem to have, like, consciousness? Is it, like, you know, it's understanding our language, he says that, and it sort of reacts? No. Okay. Um, free action L asks nah that doesn't work at all alright uh, L just fucking he moves around behind it he tries to get a view of the thing behind it okay so you're standing between it and the crystal sure uh, you can't see it because the its back is completely blinding uh, of light. Oh. Ooh. Uh, okay. In that case, uh, just let's try the fairy fire thing again. Okay. It failed. <gasps> That's cool. I'm glad you did it. I was going to do that next turn. So what does that apply? So you already rolled that, which means that I can't take it back. But is there any way for me to cast that spell without hitting somebody within 20 feet of him? I just realized I moved behind him. Yeah. So there probably is space behind him to cast that spell. No. Okay, well, I hit myself with it, too. All right. And I failed. So both of us are now outlined in glowing red fire and any attacks against us. Uh, are at advantage. Right. Don't ask how that works with his sunlight spell. Just don't worry about it. Well, it just negates the disadvantage well, that they're suffering. Right, but I'm canceling out. I'm canceling out his daylight shininess with glowy fire. Uh, it doesn't cancel out the, oh. the light. It does. It's. I'm saying that the effects don't make any sense together. That's. I get that. It's really. He's really bright. And it's brighter. Magic's weird. Very, 
Garen, it's your initiative. All right. Uh, Garen would be cursing because his eyes are being blinded by bright light. And um, I'm going to go ahead and use another of my superiority die because I've got these things. Why not burn through them? Nice. And um, Commander Strike, foregoing attack and use a bonus action to direct a companion to strike. Okay. Ooh, uh, he's going to shout for our floating sniper to try and shoot the aforementioned gem on top of the head. Okay. Because he can't see shit. So you're rolling with advantage because of the fairy fire. And uh, right. you're adding a D8. He adds the D8 to hit or to damage? I add the D8 to the attack's damage roll. But does the companion roll to attack or do I? He rolls. He roll, He's. You're telling him to attack. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. But I just roll for, to add to damage. Right. So, Farong, you get to make an attack action if you want. Uh, um, I guess I'll go ahead and try. Okay, you have advantage. Cool. Oh, wow. So, uh, this time maybe a 17 will hit. It will. Cool. And you have advantage, so not only are you doing your sneak attack, but you're also getting the plus D8 from Jeff. Oh my god. Which is a five. Cool. One D eight. Okay, so that's five five. And then I gotta roll sneak attack. So I'm up to thirteen right now. And sneak attack for me I believe is what, two D six? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, at fourth level, does it go up to three? No, that's at fifth level, goes yeah. up to three to six. All right, and eight, so that's 21 damage. All right, well, when Ooh. you guys set him up, he fucking delivers, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, I did it, boys. Good call on this Battlemaster. It's freaking awesome. Right, dude? <laughs> fucking, that is the way to play fighters, hands down. I was just standing around, please tell me what to do so I can do things. I can't make shots on my own. All right. Do a nature check real quick. <laughs> oh, sure thing. Hold on. <laughs> I'd like to expend one of my D8s. Uh, 1D20. Oh, a 13. So I actually did good on that one. In the middle of a battle. Anyway. <laughs> I'm proud of you. A There's a special reaction going on. Uh-oh. After you shoot the... Uh, you put an arrow right into the gemstone, and it seems to be soft and fleshy, unlike what you would think, which is a gemstone. Uh, this wakes the being up. Uh, oh, sorry. Shit. Roll your damage again with advantage. How do you have advantage on damage? Because I said roll so. It. Roll oh. it again on it. What? Just roll your damage again, and if you do more than 21, we're taking that damage instead. Uh, so... Roll two D eight and then add my sneak attack this time. Yeah, roll roll everything that you just did, okay. except again. Keeping the five from my D eight. Uh, no, roll that again. Okay. Okay. Seven. Nice. Eight. <laughs> I wish. Uh oh wow okay um. Still not that great. So five. 17, 19, okay, 22. Okay, that's an extra point of damage. Say, did you add the uh, extra two from me? 
the extra two. I rolled a seven. Instead of a five. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, then, yeah, that's 24. Okay. Rise. Solid hit. That ought to really piss him off. All right. So it wakes up, and instead of just sort of having its arms at rest on, like, its its legs, it draws a second scimitar. <laughs> I fly higher. Uh... All right, but uh, you know it's it's the top of the initiative, uh, Valen. While you're in starting your turn near it, make another strength check. Yep. All right. Let's see what happens. That's a nine. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, you are knocked back and take one damage. Fun. I'll take the rest. Huh? I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to. I'll just blast. Okay. <laughs> just favorite. point blank blast it. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll to hit. All right. Uh, let's see. That is a twenty-one to hit. Yay! You hit it. Roll your d10. And uh, d6. And a d6. All right, trash on the D10, that's a 1 for force damage, and max on the hex, that's 6 for necrotic. And it all worked out. So 7 total. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Is that your turn? That is my turn. All right. uh, At 20 initiative, the daylight is going to wear off. Oh. And, uh... The two sword, its two scimitars are going to fly back into its hands. It's going to raise them up, and a storm cloud is going to erupt out of the scimitars and float up to the middle of the room. Everyone, roll a d twenty and add nothing to it. Woo! It was good knowing you boys. Yeah, me too. Valandes, I need to recalibrate my. Oh, uh, that's a five. Farong. Three. Geheron. Twenty. L. L. I'm so sorry. Yeah. What did you just say to me? What did you roll? Or do you not even know what you're rolling? No, no. I got a 18. And Boomer. 10. Okay. Farong, Valandez, and Boomer are all struck by lightning. I'm not even on the ground. I'm fucking dead. You three, Uh-oh. you three make deck saves. All right, at least there's that. <laughs> Eleven. <sighs> okay. Never mind. Not that twenty. Oh, um, who's in the pillar a... of air? Me. You're making I'm fifteen feet off the ground. That you're making that with advantage. Oh what? Oh fuck. Okay, eleven. <laughs> I mean, oh no. All right, so 11 in total. Uh, Boomer, what'd you get? Uh, a four. And uh, Valandes. Uh, non-natural 20. Wait, wait, wait. Was it, a, was it a deck saving throw? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said don't ask me. Uh, so, it, yeah, no, that's still four. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was one of my saves, but it's not. 
constitution and intelligence. Alright, so that's 12 damage to those who didn't save, and 6 damage that did. Fucking arg. Oh, boys, I'm feeling it. Did you know that when high elves get shocked with electricity while suspended in midair, they actually shit themselves? <laughs> Same thing that happens to anybody else. I was going to say. <laughs> you know, you're, you're in an updraft, so it, it's just crawling up you, man. <laughs> it helps you blend in with nature. You you look like the Goku of shit. <laughs> Natural camouflage points. Anyway, it's now the boss's initiative. Yay. It is going to perform um, two weapon strikes on Geheran and one on Valandes. Mm-hmm. That is a miss and a critical on Geheran. Woo! And a 14 to hit. What? I want to use my cutting words on the one against the squishier guy. Do you have to say that before I tell you whether or not? I have to. You, I have to say it before you tell me whether it hits. Okay. So let me say what I rolled. Okay. And then before he responds, make that choice. Okay. I rolled a fourteen. Okay. okay. So it hits one of my mirror images. That's funny. So. Uh... I guess I won't use it. Yeah, I guess. Probably for the best. <laughs> I think I think he was trying to cut you now, off from using now, it. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so a 14 will go to hit one of my mirror images. Now you have to roll to see if you actually hit the mirror image, right? That sounds about right. That's an 18. Yeah, that, that mirror image is popped. So I'm down to two. All right. And then, so I'll just roll the critical, or tell Geheran what the critical damage is. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, that's, that's 10 damage. All right. How much health does that pebble restore that we have? It casts Cure Wounds on you. How much health does Cure Wounds restore? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's 2d8 plus something. I, I thought... It depends oh, on the level it was cast yeah. at. If well, it's just first level, it's only 1d8 plus really? cast level. I thought it started at 2. Okay. 1d8 plus spellcasting ability modifier. I think that runs off mine. Yeah, it would run off of yours. You cast the spell. Alright, um... So if you use it, it's, uh... Plus 4. Okay. Cool. Another Will-O-Wisp is going to pop off the side of it. And it's going to float over towards Valandes and shock him. Ugh. Don't worry, a six will miss you. Yes, it will. <laughs> and uh, then the one that was following L is going to float up and zap L. Go away! That's a 23 to hit. Uh, misses. Okay, cool. So why don't you go ahead and just take eight damage with your smart mouth? <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry. I meant to say it's double my my armor class. That's what I meant to say. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. And then the one that has been following Boomer is going to 
take the most direct path, which is through the beam of. Oh no, never mind. That thing uh, detonated, right? Yeah, he, that, was he, that thing he was dead. That one. I he killed it. it. Don't take my kill away from me. <laughs> All right, never mind then. So then, that is the being's initiative. Uh, Valen, Des, it's not your initiative. It's Farong's. Hi, yes, hello. Um, I'm going to try and regain composure after getting fucking electrocuted in a wind tunnel. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'm going to fly 15 feet higher. <laughs> and uh, fire an arrow at his fleshy, fleshy bit, if I can still see it. Yeah, he hasn't moved, so you can still attack him there. Cool. I'm going to go 15 feet higher and shoot him in his fleshy bit. All right. Is that 30 feet higher in total or just 15 feet higher? Just 15. Okay. So 30 feet off the ground. Right, in total. Gotcha. Um, does a 17 hit? It does. Yay. Nice. Am I still getting sneak attack? Yes, because you are hitting it with advantage. Alrighty. That's awesome. Oh. 12 plus... All right, that's going to be 17 damage. Okay. Did you roll advantage on that damage? Yes, I rolled 2d8 and then... Well, you know what I mean when I say advantage, right? Like, you roll all of your damage dice twice? Yeah. Two... Oh, so I rolled the two two d six. Right. So then. so. Oh, okay. But you don't add it all together. You roll your damage. Oh, and you take the higher. I'm a fucking retard. It's Hold okay. On. This is not like a thing in fifth edition, but it's how I'm gonna play this yeah, was... mechanic. Okay. It's pretty awesome though. So okay, that one's gonna be twenty two. Now let me roll it again. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, nine, three, that's 12, and hold on, 15. So, 22. So, 22 damage? Mm-hmm. All right. This is going to enrage it further. It is going to sprout a third arm, brandishing a third scimitar. Duh! Fuck. Hopefully he doesn't Thanks. shoot lightning at me again. I'm sorry, what? Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't shoot lightning at me again. I was trying to trying to hear what Ellen said, but that's fine. Oh, I just exclaimed in disbelief. Ah, well, you should, especially because it grew out of his back, and all you see is his arm jut out of the sunlight in its back, and a arm holding a scimitar made out of wind, like right in front of your face. Ah, despair. Boom. Here's the hoping that the gym is the way to go, and it's not like we're just flicking him in the nutsack. I mean. You You're... punch a man hard enough in the balls, he'll vomit, so. <laughs> yep, he's vomiting sports and arms. <laughs> and lightning balls. <laughs> and that's my initiative. Uh, Boomer, you're up. Uh, so Boomer's going to move into the beam of sunlight. Okay. All of the will-o'-wisps and the being are going to turn their attention towards you. That's fine. I will sacrifice myself. I am a no messiah. Anyways... <laughs> Can I can I shoot someone from there? Uh, or can I just not see. You can shoot it. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna shoot the the 
the guy with the three arms because he's a he's a goddamn abomination. I remember you're not making this with advance. Oh no, did the daylight fade? The daylight faded. So never mind. Go ahead. The, the daylight's gone. Yeah. Yes, I got I got advantage because of fairy fire, right? Yep. Nice. Uh, yeah. Look me in the eyes while I shoot you, son bitch. <laughs> oh, that's a nat twenty, boys. Right. Oh, got girl. So. Damage dice? Do you just want like the whole thing? Yeah. What's the maximum? Uh, so that was Thundermonger. That's no, eighteen. Uh, twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Okay. The lightning uh, seems to uh, to hurt it. Not as much as you think a well-placed shot like that should, but it seems to hurt it. Cool. Do you reload? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna... I'm going to reload. With Just a... a regular shot. Okay. Uh, so just to be clear, the Thunder Cannon does piercing damage, right? Yeah. Yeah, but the Thundermonger does thunder lightning damage, right? Thundermonger does uh, third level turn to channel thunder energy into your thunder cannon as an action. You can make a special attack. Thunder cannon deals extra. Yeah, so it's one. It would be one d six thunder, and the other d sixes would be piercing. Okay. Yeah, we've been doing that wrong. So twelve of it would be piercing. Six of it would be. Oh no. 14 of it would be piercing because that's yeah you got it minus 6 from that and that's thunder and he's going to spread his arms out and uh, await the pain train that's coming okay (laughs) Uh, both of the will-o'-wisps are going to take a reaction and speed towards you. Uh, cool. As each of them enter the the pillar of light, they are going to explode. Um, they... <laughs> okay, cool. So that's how we clear the wisps. <laughs> make um, make dexterity saves. Two of them, or just one? Uh, just one. Uh, that is a fail. Yeah, yeah. Bye, Boomer. See you guys. You take eight About damage. To get you take How eight, much? You take eight force damage. Rip. Boomer's down in the beam of light. Uh, no. As, the as remember. Up, I want to like move my hand up and then just be like, Mama, and then fall dead. Um, bear in mind the uh. The explosion does knock you back. Oh, damn. Oh, no. Someone put my body back in those beams. <laughs> That's not a terrible idea. I'll save you. I'll be your protector. Mm, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> what you say? <laughs> what? Only meant well. Because it's L's turn. Yeah. Cool. What? Hey, you... L. 
is gonna sprint around over to um, his good buddy Boomer. Okay. You have to take trying, the dash action to reach him. Trying, I'll have to do what? You'll have to dash to reach him. Is that my full action? Yeah, it would be your move and then action dash. Okay, don't do that. I move uh, 30 feet so that I am halfway to him. Right. And then I cast a spell. And just because he's been hurt a bunch, it's going to be sleep. Uh, okay, what's your... What's 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 the maximum amount of hit point that you can affect? Hang on, I gotta roll it. has more health than that. <laughs> okay. That's his turn. Alright. Uh, Alright. Uh, first he's going to shell out or uh, yell out, not my goddamn gnome. Not my gnome. My gnome. <laughs> and then, uh, Scream for Farung to take another shot. Nice. I, uh, I sh- since he screamed about the gnome and said shoot, I'd shoot the gnome. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd take one failed safe. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to fire, I guess, at the fleshy bit again. Okay. What's the worst that could happen? I missed and hit the fucking gnome laying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> uh, you're making that with advantage, right? Does does a twenty three hit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was really shitty of me. I should have been honest. Yeah, the sixteen would have hit. <laughs> All right. So, I think the better of the two here is going to be 17 damage. Okay. Add six to that. All right, 33 damage. All right, let's hurt this boy. Boomer's corpse teleports in front of the uh, the fleshy bit and says, Omewa Moshimura. Karan says, Nani. <laughs> Nani? Alright, is that your is that uh, your initiative, Gahern? Um, as a bonus action, I would like to cast second wind. You don't cast it, but yeah, you can okay. use your ability I'd like second to wind. Deeply yeah. And center right. myself. Yeah, you do that. Like you're like you're bearing down. Right. Oh, thank God. Alright, so it's an extra twelve hit points back to me, boy. Nice. Alright. You know, well, that's an actual ability. We're yeah. just like yeah, second one's a fighter ability. Yeah. You just uh, get hit point, temp hit points. Yep. Every you can do it once every short rest too. That's also, very great. No, that's cool. Yep. Just like I thought he was just doing some in character shit to like psych no. himself up. No. Uh, yeah. Um he just saw his favorite finger gun and gnome go down 
boys hyped right now. Yeah, also, it didn't help that you went, you were just like, oh, yeah, after I said you were you were bearing down, so. There's going to yeah. be a special reaction to the ending of your initiative there. Um, well, the pillars of light and wind are going to dissipate. <laughs> How much fall damage is that? It's actually not that bad. Um, you're only falling 30 feet, so after the first 10 feet, uh, it's 1d6 per 10 feet. So you take 7 fall damage. And both pillars of light are going to respawn both of them on L. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. What? Why? What do you mean, why? Because he's an asshole. <laughs> the genie, that is. Yeah. Uh, L freaks out. Really. And uh, you're going to be flung 15 feet into the air. Top of the initiative, it is Valandes. All right. Okay. Uh, how far am I away from uh, Boomer? Um, let's say like 35 feet. 35 feet. Okay, so I can't get there with all of my movement unless I dash, right? Right. Okay. So, um, Valen is going to run as fast as he can towards Boomer, um, and then at 30 feet the extent of his movement speed, he's going to turn around and Eldritch Blast again at the being. Okay. Let's roll. Uh, That's probably a miss. That's a 13 to hit. That is a miss. Yep. Okay. Now that's a bad miss. Wait, (laughs) does he still have advantage? Is this thing still affected by Fairy Fire? Oh, wait. That was not with advantage. Well, roll with advantage. Let's roll advantage. Oh yeah, that's a that's a twenty three. That's way better. That's way better. Roll damage. Okay. Thank you. All right. So let's get a one d ten. Nice. Six seven nine. That is nine force damage and uh hold on and five necrotic damage. So, so- fourteen total. Not shabby. Okay. It goes to the initiative of 20. At such, the uh, sort of storm cloud that's still in the top middle of the room is going to crackle with thunder and lightning again. Um, uh. Except all three bolts are going to hit Geheran. Oh. Oh. Oh, God. Make three deck saves. I'm going to use... Right, bye, boys. Fighting words on a storm cloud. Right. Um, He's not making an attack roll. It's a no, not really. All right. Uh, So that's a seven. Uh huh. Be the dexterous ninja. We know you are. Uh, An eighteen. Okay. And a fifteen. All right. So that's one fail and two passes. (laughs) Oh god, that's a lot. So that's uh, 30 damage. 
always. Uh, okay. What you say? Wait, thirty with just the one strike? No, in total. Oh, I thought I had two passes. Oh, it still does. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's uh, it still does half. Yeah. Okay. Bye, boys. Uh, Garen gets really toasty really quick and then hits the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, because the the fighter goes down, the uh, being is going to then take its, its actual initiative and float Ugh. past him uh, over his body and make three weapon attacks at L, who is floating in the air. Oh, God. How about a little bit of, uh... oh, fuck, he's advantage on all these. Yeah. Mm, what you say? Cutting words. Save me. Stop it. <laughs> you swing like a bitch. <laughs> you call those my intestines. Ugh, these are my intestines. Fucking so being starts crying and leaves. <laughs> That's not nice, guys. Alright, that's a, uh, a, a 16, a 15, and a 12. Um. Well, I use it on the 12. I use cutting words on the 12. Okay. He gets minus 5. Alright. Alright, so the two other ones will hit then. You take 14 damage. I'm alive. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and <sighs> then a Will-O-Wisp is going to pop off of its back and fly up and shock you. <laughs> well, let's see it hit my armor class. You were alive. <laughs> I thought he was in the Pillar of Light. Oh, he is, so it detonates on entry. So make a deck save. Uh... They both spawned on you, and I'm sorry, but it's the truth. <laughs> um, did I get any healing from the Pillar of Light? No, why? <laughs> that's what Since fucking when? Since, Since I thought it cast healing on somebody. Since he got fucking gadded two people? <laughs> we're just, gonna, we're just <laughs> trying to get advantage, I guess. <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, I, it's I don't... Fine. It's fine, let him do his thing. I don't believe in this pillar of light at any point in this fight has healed anyone. I thought I heard it do that, but all right. Probably the pebble. Oh, it was the wisp just The the pebble hasn't been used on anyone. The only healing that has happened... Somebody took a cure light wound spell. It's fine. Oh, yeah, someone did. Who? Wasn't it Boomer? No. no. Was it? I used second wind. Yeah. Oh, I thought you used. Gaharan asked about the cure light wounds oh, gotcha. and about okay. how much it healed him, but he never yeah. actually used the pebble. Okay, that's fine. I was too busy being turned into a toasty guana. So I've been paying attention enough. It's really. Uh, deck save. With advantage. I'm going to take half from this anyway, aren't I? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, why? Because I'm at one HP. Oh, okay. So I save it, but... I mean, I don't know. Do you save? I got a 20? Not natural, but... 
Yeah, you, you save. Okay. And take five force damage. Okay. Knocked out. Okay. Um, who's up? Uh, Valen. And I think Farang. I, I guess me. I don't know. Did did Farang, did you, um, did you uh, go to zero when you hit the ground or did you just, are you fine? Oh, no, I'm fine. Okay, well then you're the only person, I believe, left on the initiative other than Valen and the boss, so. I guess I'll fire at him. Okay. Oh, and the fairy fire's gone because the bard's unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. 16 hit. That will hit. Cool. Great. What did you say? That's going to be uh, 8 damage. That's exactly enough damage to kill it. Oh, wow. Yeah! Yeah! Uh... I like I like stand there for a second as it as it dissipates, and then I like kind of do the, the Frank Reynolds like trash man hands over the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, this is this is the 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 fight that you guys just beat. Oh, yeah, this, oh, man, it was a there was a big and that was That's big stat block. Check out the size of his stat block. Oh, oh my god. Oh man. Oh my god. It's so well, I'm very big. excited I got to be knocked out for the last of that. That's awesome. Well he put what have you what three of you on the ground in the last round there? I believe yeah. he did. Uh, I was in the round round ahead and I sacrificed myself. Well I was on my way, I'm gonna go stabilize everyone. Yeah, okay, go ahead and make your medicine checks. Yeah. Valentine uh use the pebble on Boomer. Okay. I do have a healing kit. And all of Garen's organs are now one organ. <laughs> well, I got a healer kit, so yeah. Um, go ahead and let I the... could just use that. Yeah, right? just yeah, yeah. Just you perform a medicine check, and I think you do it with advantage I... if you have the healer's kit. Okay. Um... It's DC That's... ten, I think, to stabilize the body. It is kill oh. kill. The first one's a nat 20, so with the ability healer, I can do 1d6 to target, and they get, get stabilized to 1+. plus. So. Yeah, so go ahead and roll your healing. Uh, that's going to be uh, 6 points of damage to the first person I come across. Um, okay, let's just say that's Gaharan. Alright, then I'll go over to Boomer, and that's a 20, well, that's a 19. Um, I okay. used the uh, healing stone on Boomer. I was close to him. All right, then you just stabilize or, you know, awaken Elvin. Yay. And then he gets five points back above the one. Okay. As uh, as you sort of stabilize the party, the uh, whirling light and winds that have been filling this room die down and begin to calm. There is just a breeze in the room, and the light is enough to illuminate the room, but it's not, like, outside bright. Uh, and there's the same sort of, I believe I described the last time you did this to the first crystal, like there was magical runes around the crystal. It's like a cloaked in yeah. magic, like a, like a casing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens again. And, uh, yeah, you guys, you, you, you go around and you awake your party and you guys are beaten and broken, but, 
uh, alive. I want to cast mending on uh, Gaharin's insides. Uh, you can't. He's 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 not a construct. Uh, it's a damn shame. I was hoping I could turn all of his one insides into multiple insides again. <laughs> no, I'm afraid that's not possible. Right, uh, so, um, long story short, you guys sort of pull yourself back together, and through hobbling on each other's shoulders and holding each other up, you come out of the room, and the grandmasters immediately rush to your sides and tend to you uh, through the healing magic of Bagur and uh, Miglo, um, you guys are restored to your full hit points. Nice. Yeah. We attack and then we protect. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fucking nice. <laughs> Alright. Um, you are all escorted by the Grandmasters to your room to recover for the rest of the day. Um, and after you all are situated in your room, the uh, Grandmasters stay there for a moment and say, we have something we'd like to give you all. A rare opportunity. Mm. Oh, baby. We would be honored if the if you all would select one of us to bestow upon you a teaching, a lesson that will stick with you for your days. And make your oh. journey a little less brutal. Oh boy! Oh boy! To which of that us? Awesome. To which of us would you give the honor? Oh. All right, up what is the yeah. what does the bird that kicked her ass give us? Probably like super good fight move moves. So I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna all the only information I'm gonna give you guys right now is the name of each of the grandmasters and what they're the master of. One more time, just so you have that info to work with. Mm-hmm. You have Bagur, the Grand Master of the Balance. McLo, the uh, Grand Master of Transcendence, not Mind. I said that earlier. Um, Atar, Atar, the Grand Master of the Body, and Doban, the Grand Master of Elemental Magic. Maybe we should go with the body since we're getting our ship pushed in. I don't know. Transcendence sounds pretty good. Uh, body, body definitely sounds sounds good. Of course, I I'm, I would be selfish and say that the elements would definitely benefit me. But uh huh, uh huh. Garen would say I'm for anything that sounds like it would make me stronger, but. I leave the decision to you all. I'm going to be totally frank with you guys, just so you guys know as players a little. All of these, any of these teachings that you all choose as a party will be beneficial to everybody. Oh, okay. No cool. one's going to get shortchanged. Cool. But you will um, all receive the same thing. Uh, well, boys, uh, that bird lady showed us a whole bunch of stuff. Maybe we can learn from her. Then again, Doe Bond was with us this whole time. He's got some cool stuff. I also like the bug guy. He looks pretty cool. Lady. Okay. Bug I lady. forget. What is, is she what is, super what? cute? Is she like a super cute bug lady? I mean, she's. I mean, she's a fucking bug monk that has achieved transcendence and no longer relies on her 
body to experience life. So, I mean, so maybe yeah, not. She's super hot. I want to see an arthropod. I'm sorry. One at a time. All right. At least one at a time. I want a lesson from the person who has literally achieved enlightenment to the point where they don't have to speak anymore. Okay. That person seems like they have valuable advice. All right. And who does anyone else have a vote yet or questions? Mm. Or I mean, even, I don't know, ask them. Um, what? Yeah, sure. L steps forward and asks, what manner of lessons would you be teaching us? Uh, Bagur steps forward and says, I will teach you how very much like water we are all connected. Doban says, I will teach you of the ways of the earth, the water, the air, and fire. Actor says, I will teach you about releasing your inner potentials in, in combat. And McLow says, and I will expand your awareness that outside of your own. I want the awareness one. I got a thing going with this character and I want the awareness one. Um, body potential sounds really good, but so does being aware of everything around us. I I mean, I think we could all use to use a little bit more uh, sight around us. Uh, So I'm going to go with McLeod. Yeah. Yeah, It's not like Garen let people steal food from the cart. So awareness? We're going with awareness, boys? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. That's the the bug lady, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Instead of her teaching me that, can I just take her out on a date? (laughs) This, This is not Undertale. You cannot just date the people. You don't have a good track record with dates, man. Uh, oh, man, I'm, I'm trying. Oh. I'm working on it. <laughs> you know how you improve a track record, though? By keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you don't just strike out once and be like, well, I guess I'm just 0 and 1 forever. <laughs> Technically, it was 0 and 2, but whatever. <laughs> hey. They're and both it, dead. Uh, we, we know. We, 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 were all, we were all there. No one was there when I needed it. Dead and disappeared. <laughs> okay, so um, you all have chosen McLo to give you her lesson. Uh, the other three grandmasters give you the uh, the fist and claw uh, salute and and then leave the room. Michelo stays. She uh, for the first time of your of your seeing in her, she actually makes physical movements. Um, and places her two feet on the ground instead of just sort of being above it. And she walks around and very gracefully, like, uh, places a few of her finger-like appendages on each of your heads in different formations. And um, she says, and then she she teaches you how to leave your body how to reach to your closest allies and speak to them without your mouth she shows you she shows you the pathways between each other's minds and 
also she unlocks gates of your brain that were previously locked to you. This takes all day. Intriguing. Uh, when you say awesome. unlocks gates, like gives us back our memories. More like I'm going to tell you what it does. Be patient. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we become the girl. So what you all have unlocked the ability to do is first things first, the easy one. Every player may gain proficiency in any skill they would like or, uh, or no, they, they, that, that's the, that's the only limitation to it. It, it. You, you gain proficiency in any one skill you were not already proficient in. Okay. Fuck. Yes. The other thing is you have all gained the ability to communicate with exclusively each other through telepathy. Oh, yes. Of a reach up to 1,000 feet. But both the speaker, as it were, and the recipient must both be meditating. What does meditation look like? It looks like not walking around and doing shit. So concentrating. Yes. Okay. Without engaging in other physical activity. So could we do it in combat? And obviously what kind not. Of, what would it look like in combat? You can't. In combat, you may do it, but you are foregoing all other actions in that round to do so. Ah. Uh, so say we're in a social setting and talking uh, to another person. If we were just sitting sedentary, could we? Yeah, so okay, let's 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 talk about some examples of how this would and wouldn't work, right? Cool. Um you guys are writing your mounts for the day. You can't. You're busy, you're focused on writing your mount. Um if one of you is sitting in the caravan, that person can broadcast. And I should say you can hear it if you're not meditating, but you can only participate if you're meditating. Cool. Um, uh, if you were to do it in this sort of tavern setting you guys are talking about, um, you would have to take a very, like, visible, like, you know, closing off your senses meditation. And you would have to maintain that for at least 10 seconds. So it's not like you can just turn it on and off and on and off. Okay. Um, so it would be like socially obvious. Okay. How does that sit with you all? Oh, uh, that's fine with me. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, because you guys just purified a crystal, everyone gained two levels. What? Uh, okay. Didn't happen last time we purified a crystal. We also didn't get our shit bashed in as bad as this one. Well, and you guys... Bullshit! Uh, We were about to bash each other's shit in, and then we had to be saved by an NPC, I believe, is what was happening. Right. Well, bear in mind, you guys just fought two boss battles back-to-back. That's true. Oh, that fucking rules. So you guys are all level six. Oh boy! Woo! Um, I saw that we lost Lead there. Did he have to leave, or did he say anything? I think he might have just lost connection. Okay. 
Well, I'm going to wait a moment and play for time to see if he comes back. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, just, this is the best day ever. Just rolled my hit die. Kind of happy. Oh, yeah. Boys, guess who gets, the, guess who gets a mechanical servant? This guy. I'm just happy to have over 50 hit points. Yay. Okay, hit die. Don't be shitty. Oh, oh my god, that's a max roll in the hit die. Yes! <laughs> Alright, uh... Valandes... No, damn it. You got... Valandes and Farong have the same cadence in syllables, and it keeps fucking me up. Sorry. No, you guys are fine. Farong, uh, you may have just missed the news. You guys both get... You all just gained two levels. Yeah, I heard that. Okay. I clicked the fucking hang up button like an idiot. That's fine. Alright, so... Congratulations. Please level up before next week's session. Uh, if you need any help leveling up or have any questions about things that change as you level up, please let me know. Uh, I'm free most of the time. Uh, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons & Dragons. As always, I have been your Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my full, full party, kicking all of the ass one at a time. It is our rogue... Hey, that's Devin playing Farong. I actually was useful in the end. So hey, day, not just not just useful, but he was also the eye in the sky, the bow and the arrow in the clouds. Yeah, don't give up on your dreams and all that stuff. Stay in school. Yep. Uh, the bard who can say it all. That's uh, me, Austin, playing L. Have a good night. The artificer who just loves his glowy lights. That's uh, Dylan, y'all, playing Boomer. Have a good night. The fighter who won't take wind for an answer. Uh, that's uh, me, Jeff, playing Aaron. Y'all have a good night. And the warlock who just really wanted to find a use for that pebble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's Jesse, playing Valandes. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Good night. Uh, night. I get to 